Welcome to episode 73 of the Amanda Wagner podcast. This is the place for fiercely ambitious leaders and entrepreneurs who want to get off the sidelines, build a legacy, and claim their spotlight. In this episode, we talk about some of the silly things that have made us feel legitimate in the last handful of years in business. We explore some of the ways that we tried to find legitimacy before actually feeling it. And I offer one way to reflect on your progress and set you up to find more legitimacy. I'm Amanda Wagner, a business strategist, coach, and professional speaker. And I'm Liz Pittman, a digital communications specialist. The Amanda Wagner podcast is the place for ambitious leaders and entrepreneurs who are done shopping for shortcuts, no longer waiting for an invitation to do what they want and are ready to claim their spotlight. On this podcast, we talk about the challenges and triumphs of ambition and bravery, living thoughtfully and strategically in a noisy world, and share our experiences as entrepreneurs with big ambition. If you're like me, there are little things that you do that make you feel like a pro. Maybe it's that you can roast a chicken without calling your mom to ask her how, or that you have a password manager and you don't just use your pet's name for every single one. Or maybe it's that you log into your CRA account or bank account without being scared. Well, I do not know how to roast a chicken slash am scared of roasting a chicken. I feel like I am on top of the world when I log into my CRA account. It makes me feel like a legitimate business person. Number one, it's logging in. Number two, it's logging in and not being terrified. Liz, what makes you feel legitimate? I really had to think about this question because I've never really thought about it before. Uh, I think bank account is something for me is logging in and and like knowing that, that everything's good in there. Also, when I get a get a referral, an unexpected referral from someone that I hadn't talked to in years or something like that, or an organization that I worked with a year or two ago and our work was good, but it ended. And I thought, okay, that's that moving on to the next thing. And then they come back to me a year later or six months later with something else they want to work on. That feels pretty legit to me as well. That's a big one. The like client retention piece when people come back or they want more or they want to upgrade. That's a huge one. Having a proposal accepted, having a rate accepted on the first try without having to negotiate and pull back on pieces. Especially when you send one of those holy shit rates. Oh yeah. Those big numbers and they get back to you right away with no problem. It's like, I know, I know I've sent some holy shit rates. Yeah. And it works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's bask in that for a second. (laughs) Sometimes I think that there is a switch that flips. Like my my monkey brain is like, you're either a business owner or you're not. You're either legitimate or you're not. But I know that there is a spectrum and there are different milestones and benchmarks that give us that extra confidence. The reason that I'm bringing up this topic is because I'm despite sharing all of my insecurities and fears online and through the podcast, when I'm on stage, I am so confident and I am so ready. I presented at the Disrupt HR YAG conference a couple weeks ago, and it is an incredibly stressful format. It's five minutes, 20 slides. The slides auto advance every 15 seconds. 
So it's an intense experience. And by the end of it, I was like, check mark. I did that. I feel incredibly legitimate. And it just upped that confidence level where I'm ready to do it again. I want to do the next thing, but I haven't always felt that way. So the reason that, that we're talking about it is because other people see this confidence. I had some wonderful interactions after that talk with people saying, that was great. I learned this. I want to know more about X, Y, Z. It was also very strange to be at an in-person event with over 200 people where we were like physically passing business cards back and forth. It has been a long time since I have needed a physical business card. Um, But other people see that confidence. And so it made me go, how do I channel that into my own legitimacy? In the very beginning, so five years ago when I started my business, my legitimacy came mostly from the types of clients that were hiring me and like to have a business that other people knew the name of. And I could say, oh, this person hired me. That used to give me legitimacy. Or when I was teaching, I would say, I'm teaching at McEwen University. It gave other people something to sink their teeth and to go, okay, I understand what this person is doing. Liz, in the very beginning, are there any things that helped you feel legitimate? I think it was the type of client as well. I was working with a lot of small businesses and entrepreneurs, which those those are all wonderful people, but every once in a while, a big business would come my way or a post-secondary school would come to me for help. And that felt awesome. Those are definitely two big things that first being the type of client and that name recognition, but also, yeah, that retention, people coming back to you over and over again. One thing that also made me feel legitimate is having your people, being able to say, I'm going to call my accountant or I'm going to call my digital media expert, Liz Pittman, to be able to say that you had people on your team. The reason that I'm kind of pausing here is because I still don't know if I'm entirely legit. And it makes me wonder what is that next step to legitimacy? What is the next big thing that's going to make me feel more powerful or more confident or more accepted? If you haven't listened to our last episode about validation and praise, you'll absolutely understand where this is coming from because so much of what I'm saying is I want to feel legitimate to others instead of just legitimate to myself. One other area of legitimacy was around money. What's my revenue? That can help me feel legitimate. The referrals and recommendations are a big one too. To be recognized by incredible people who then refer you to others. This for me, this year has been a lot of referral-based business. And I think it's one of the first times that I haven't been asking for as many clients. And it's an incredible feeling. I think uh, another one for me in a strange sort of reverse way of thinking is uh, this year I have felt more legitimate than I ever have because I'm working less. Oh, yes. Tell us a, that's it's a weird way to think. Uh, 
but I think maybe it's because I've got to a point that my, my rates are really working for me. I don't need to take on as much work during certain seasons of the year, the season I'm currently in, I have a hell of a lot of work, <laughs> but at certain periods of the year, I've able to, I've been able to almost completely stop if I wanted to. And that makes me feel legitimate in some ways as well. Right. Because it, we're actually owning some of the flexibility that people talk about in running your own business that we can take it lighter in the summer. If you've listened or stuck around, you will know that I take July off. For me, I'm looking at next year going, how do I take July and August off? Because as much as I've resisted thinking that I have a seasonal business, I actually do have some seasonal work. I know that fall and that first quarter of the year are really busy. I have these big swells, fall, winter, spring, summer, dead zone. So I need to start using that to my advantage. So even things like recognizing now five years in, building that that engine, that predictability for me. Predictability has to do with legitimacy too, because I don't always feel like I'm throwing things at the wall. I know what works and I can do it a little bit more. So I think that some of the the legitimacy comes in, not just with, with others, but also in how we are feeling. And some of the confidence that at this time last year, I didn't have the contracts that I do now. So I feel confident that I can do it again. I can now repeat it. Another interesting layer for me, I've been thinking a lot about this, is who's in your network and who will vouch for you? Who knows that you do good shit? And not just from a sense of referral, but also who you know and who you're you're spending time with and who you hang out with and who you know you can call. Knowing that there's a spectrum to legitimacy, I've had to think back to what are the things that I used to really want and really care about? And then when they happen, be like, oh yeah, cool, that happened. And this is where the victory log comes in. The victory log is a notebook, a note in your phone, a Word document where you keep track of your wins. And this is an incredibly important tool. I have admittedly let my victory log slide and I find that when I feel kind of shitty, when I feel illegitimate, when a proposal gets rejected, when I don't hear back from somebody, I need this reminder of something that I have now is something I really, really wanted. So I mentioned that I was going to offer a tool to reflect on your progress. And yes, that's the victory log. If you haven't started one, here is your excuse to go buy a beautiful new notebook. There is a tortoiseshell notebook that I've been eyeing. Chapters, Liz, I will send it to you. I saw your eyes light up there at the prospect of new stationery. And this is a great excuse to get a notebook and start writing down your victories. And the reason is because at this time next year, you're going to be able to have this bank of things that you did that you forgot how much they once mattered. The second thing that I would like people to do, and I'm going to do this once we get off this call today, Liz is to write down the things that are going to make me feel legitimate or that I think are going to make me feel legitimate. Because I remember when I first started wanting to be able to talk about a team, the like, once I have a team of people, I'll be legitimate. It's five years and it's still just me and contractors. So this thing that I thought would work 
actually isn't that important to me that any anymore. So I have an opportunity to assess. And to me, the most important part of, of making progress of finding legitimacy is that we put in the same amount of time and energy to track that progress, to do an assessment, to figure out if what you thought would matter actually matters. The so what, right? My favorite question in the world, so what, who cares? These people just talked about this for 20 minutes. Why does it matter? The lesson here is that if you know what you think is going to make you feel legitimate, it's going to focus your time and energy, and it's going to give you an opportunity to to really think about what legitimacy means for you. And is legitimacy connected to feedback? If so, where do you need that feedback from? What is the proof? The goal is to build up the confidence to take the next step. So I did this thing and it made me feel legitimate. Cool. What's next? What's the next thing that's going to help that? It's going to help me build that confidence. And again, it's, it's looking at that progress. I used to be terrified to log into my CRA account. I used to be scared to look at my bank account. Last week, I met a woman who said, you know, you get up in the morning and you look at your bank account and you make the decisions of the day based on that. And I was like, you look at your bank account every morning? She said, yeah, doesn't everyone? No, you weirdo. We don't all look at our bank accounts in the morning. But I I started to see this other way of thinking. It was like, okay, having something that used to be so scary isn't as scary anymore. Opening a credit card bill used to be terrifying. Does anybody just throw those envelopes away? We've all thrown away a piece of mail that's scary or avoided something that looks an email that like, I'm going to get in trouble. Remember Liz, a couple episodes ago, I talked about how I avoided an Instagram DM because I was like, oh, I think I'm going to be called out on this. And it turned out it was this delightful message about somebody who wanted to, to feature me and go for coffee. I missed out on that. After doing something that scares us a few times, you learn that it's a little bit less scary and the progress counts. Whatever builds up this legitimacy, it matters. And for somebody who loves validation and praise, so much of this legitimacy comes from how I feel about it and what matters. So as we wrap this up, I am going to step away and I'm going to write down in 2023 for the next year, what is going to make me feel legitimate so that I can look back on that list and assess, is this still true? And when did I accomplish that thing? How am I going to make it come into action? I will tell you that I still don't know how to roast a chicken. So maybe that's my next thing. (laughs) But I do remember once in my life having to call my mom to ask her how to cook rice. And I don't have to do that anymore. So that's progress. As we come towards the end of our third year of podcasting, these topics like legitimacy and validation mean so much because this isn't our first rodeo. We've actually built up a a stock tank of victories and of wins and losses and challenges. So our goal is to share some of these things with our listeners so that you you can take it and use it too. My hope is that this conversation on legitimacy has your your juices flowing and your brain going, okay, what's, what's next? What do I want more of? How am I legitimate now? And when I feel that legitimacy, like how do I take on the world? What comes next? That's episode 73, my friends. And it is time for our episode tradition of a don't ask, don't get. I am always looking for new speaking engagements. 
conferences, work with your team, customized workshops, professional development. That is my jam. As Wendy says, I make boring shit fun. So I'm here to make some of your boring shit fun. Like maybe it's team engagement, or maybe it's channeling your ambition, or maybe it's figuring out what actually matters and what impact and value looks like at your company, whether it's a team of one or a team of 500. That is what I do and what I live for. So this is the official ask. I am available for 2023 and I would love to hear from you. You can find me online at theamandawagner.com or send me a DM at theamandawagner on Instagram. If you need a storyteller on your team, someone to help you get your message out to the world, that's me. You can find me on Instagram at Liz Pittman or visit my website, lizpittman.com. We will be back in two weeks with a new episode. This is Liz's part. I'm sorry, I just took over there for a second. But we will, in fact, be back in two weeks with a new episode. And we are coming up to the end of year three, which means that when we get to episode 75, we will do our interview. Liz will will take the mic, interview me. It's one of my favorite episodes to do because I don't do any prep. I just get to show up and sometimes I cry and always we laugh. So that is one I'm very much looking forward to. We only have episode 74 and 75 left this year, which is bonkers to me. But yeah, we'll be back in two weeks with episode 74. And until then, we will see you on the internet. That feels legit. I think about that. I should have mentioned this in the podcast. We'll keep it at the end. Sure. I, there is so many people start podcasts and never finish them. Never. Not that there's a finish, but like the number of people just that let I let them die. They let them die that I've seen like, oh, cool. You started a podcast. And then three episodes later, it's gone. Yeah. No shade at that. Like if, if the podcast isn't working for you, kill it. I get it. But there's something here that's working and I have no intention of, of quitting for year four, but I do have some ideas on how I might want to change it. Ooh. Ooh. I think you're legit, by the way. Of Thanks. Course. I think you're legit. Thanks, pal. Appreciate that. I feel like we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't think the other person was legit. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my piece of shit co-host. <laughs>